1: Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready?
0: Are you ready? Let's get it on!
2: How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Monday on the show. we got a lot to talk about here today. Raw is tonight. An in-your-face edition of Monday Night Raw. We'll go over the full card for the show, everything like that on the program today. Talk about what they have announced and all that good stuff. Also, it was officially announced that, in fact, AW will air on Wednesday this week. Of course, on the show last week, they had no idea when the show was going to air. But now we can report that Wednesday is the day. So it's back to AW and NXT head-to-head. Coming off two really good numbers for both of those shows. Over eight hundred thousand for NXT, over one million for AEW. We'll see how they do. Going back head to head again with no NBA playoffs. Tonight's RAW obviously, uh, it was it was just thrust upon them that there was going to be football this Monday. So a couple of days ago they put together some big matches for RAW that they didn't announce next week. We'll see how the show does. This could be. Keep in mind, over the summer we have hit all time record lows so we now have two football games opposing raw this coming monday night so we could really have all-time lows now they're loading up the card in the hopes that they will not have all-time lows but of course as always it's it's short-term thinking okay so you don't have all-time record lows tonight what about next week i hate to break into the company but there's football next week as well and the week after and the week after, all the way until January. Unless, of course, things get shut down due to coronavirus, which could happen at any time. So we'll see if they can avoid it this week, but next week it it could be ugly. Got a lot of news to get into here today. We're going to take a lot of feedback from you. What are your thoughts on everything that happened this weekend? What are your thoughts on everything that's going on this coming week? You can text us, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. We'll take some phone calls likely later. Mike Simper, VV, joins us after the break. He's been on Byline for an hour already. We'll kick it off when we get back. Wrestling Observer Live.
3: Basketball and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get your bets down. There's only one five star sports book, and that's BetUS.com. Why, you ask? BetUS is the pioneer in online betting with more than 25 years in the biz. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today 1 800 MyBetis. That's 1 800 MyBetis, and they'll walk you through getting started. 800-754-4531.
5: We saved big money with our Progressive Home and Auto Bundle and used the cash to take a family vacation. To
4: Hawaii. Who's up for a luau?
1: Yay. This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough to go to Hawaii. They'll probably use it for things like the mortgage and groceries or even a travel magazine, so at least they can see pictures of Hawaii. Aloha! <laughs> yes, say hello to those beautiful Hawaiian beaches. In that magazine... Progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Right in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Well, we got to start out with some depressing news here today. So last week on the Raw show, Ivar did a big dive to the outside and went down, did his own dreaded X sign, sent out everybody, they went immediately to the finish, and then later in the day, WWE, they sent out this report that Ivar suffered a cervical injury, which sounds serious, but that he was expected to make a full recovery, which made it sound not so serious. Well... As it turns out, it's serious. And tomorrow, Birmingham, he will be getting neck surgery. So all the best to him. He had been wrestling for a long time. According to Dave, he'd had neck in- neck issues for, for a while now. But, you know, when you, when you have neck issues, I mean, anything can happen at any time. That's one of the reasons I get so worried when I see Ibushi getting dropped on his head and and Naito getting dropped on his head. Yeah, they're, quote, okay right now. But anything can happen. Ivar's dive, if you watched it, he landed on his feet. His same dive he's done a million times. He didn't crash and burn like Big E does. He didn't land on his head and neck like Naito and Ibushi. He did a normal dive, and it didn't look like anything went wrong. And he went down, and and I guess he went numb. So now he's got to have neck surgery. We're we're hoping for the best for him And his partner, of course, because, I mean, I don't want to curse anybody here, and I'm only hoping for the best, but, I mean, AOP, one of them suffered an injury, the other guy got taken off TV, the one guy rehabbed, and then he gets cleared, and they fired both of them. I don't know what's going on. So, hopefully, they'll they'll do something with Eric as a single, and when Ivar gets better, they can put them back together again. So, hoping for the best for them. That's the update
6: on Ivar. There's always Raw underground. Well, there is always Raw underground for the moment, at least. Plus, you know, Tucker at some point is going to need a partner because I just cannot believe that he and Otis are going to be forever. It's going to be much like Otis and Mandy. They're going to be separated at some point against their will.
2: We yeah, Two matches announced for this In Your Face edition of Monday Night Raw. And Actually, I've got a more updated deal right here, but of course... You know, you know how things work on this program. Mm-hmm. So tonight on Raw on the USA Network, we have Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee. For the first time ever, it says. Keith Lee's been on the main roster for a month. But damn it, for the first time ever. Ever. They're going to be facing each other here in the ring. That's going to be taking place on Raw tonight. It is a, a non-title match.
6: Very well built, too, by
2: the way. We got Seth Rollins, Dominic Mysterio in a steel cage match. Because why not? Sure. We have got Cesaro Nakamura versus the Street Profits, champion versus champion, and we have got Asuka versus versus Mickey James. I'm not going to give my rant from yesterday, but dude, could we have announced some of this last week on Raw if you knew that Monday Night Football was coming up tonight?
6: No, they couldn't is the answer. That's a short answer. Still not going to be enough. Doesn't matter. You throw anything you want up well, against that. We'll all. see. You're saying Dwayne we'll Johnson see. is going to be through every single portion of this program. I mean, look, their diehards are going to be there. I'm sure there's going to be a demo that surprises or somebody tries to take a silver lining into it. And, and good for them for doing it. But come on, you know, two football games tonight, one of which is in, you know, taking in the New York market. We'll see how it goes. But it's going to be a, it may be one of those 1.4 million type of nights. Also, Wednesday Night
2: Wars are reignited this coming Wednesday night.
6: Mm.
2: AW confirmed they will be airing Dynamite in its normal time slot on Wednesday. NXT also returning to its normal time slot after moving to Tuesdays for the last two weeks. From Super Tuesday to whatever Wednesday, I guess. Dynamite is originally scheduled for a late one-hour edition, Midnight Thursday. If an NBA game was scheduled, however... With the Denver Nuggets defeating the Los Angeles Clippers, forcing a Game 7 on Tuesday, Dynamite will, in fact, be airing in its normal time slot. So, I guess we'll see. It's the follow-up to a million viewers for AEW Unopposed. And NXT on Tuesday. Think about this. NXT on Tuesday had two very, very good numbers on a Tuesday. Now, of course, they also had some Unopposed nights on Wednesday, which, I mean, those didn't break a million either, so... I think whether the show is on Tuesday or Wednesday, I think that NXT would settle in around 850, 875, the occasional 900. I think on a post on Wednesday, AEW would be doing between 950 and 1.05 million, somewhere around there. Although, that Chris Jericho match, the Demo God, I mean, his match on... The AEW show Unopposed last week did 1.2 million viewers. So, you know, Unopposed regularly without a lot of strong sports competition, without NBA playoffs, I mean, they might do 1.1, 1.2 million viewers regularly. But it's probably going to be a while, if ever, before we know this. That's the update for Wednesday.
6: Yeah, I'm going to grind with either show. So it's uh, my hope that both numbers combined are up that's really all i can ask for you know being a a wrestling fan and and being somebody who's a talking head with this is hopefully both numbers are somehow up at least combined because they're both going to you know bite into each other and there's going to be other things going on that are going to be clawing for people's attention so you know if that number just stays up that's important if it you know between them both if they both drop because i don't you know, AEW doing a million again? We'll see. I mean, that's going to be a real it, it, talk about a feather in their cap. That's one thing. If you don't want to hear Chris Jericho squawk and, and 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 you know walk around like a peacock when it comes to rubbing in ratings, can you imagine with the competition if they do a million again on Wednesday night? What he's going to be like?
2: Here's a fun one for you. What you got? This, this person actually has two questions in the text message, Ben. And they both have the same answer, coincidentally. And two totally different questions. Question number one. Why would Mickie James get a title shot when just last month she was pulled out of the ring and counted out? And a second question. Will there be any repercussions for Mr. Pierce? Every Monday he has security be on the lookout for retribution, and yet they interfere. And last month on SmackDown, Vince told him to get all three signatures for the triple threat at Payback before the night was over, but Roman did not sign the contract. Until the night of payback, well, the answer to both of these questions, my friend, is: You think they're thinking more than a week out? They didn't even think far enough in advance to announce all of these matches for tonight, going head to head with two NFL games. So I'm afraid. You think a month ago they figured that tonight they were going to do Oscar versus Mickey James? Zero uh, percent chance. You think that they've got any idea where they're going next week with Adam Pierce? Zero percent chance. I mean, if anything, I expect him to be punted by Randy Orton. Randy Orton did threaten him. But, of course, that was a week ago, and it's a week later, so that could just have nothing to do with anything. So I'm afraid those are the answers to your two questions.
6: I know I say this a zillion times over, but you cannot counter-program the NFL. You are better off just doing what you do best if you just, instead of trying to spike one day, just continued on with coherent storytelling and letting it build you know maybe by you know week 14 or 15 of the nfl season you wouldn't be worrying about him as much because as you mentioned you can't do this week after week after week because the nfl is going to be there and you can only throw you know so many hot coals onto the fire and seeing if you know one of them actually like explodes It's just it's crazy, and they do this thing every single year, whether it be John Cena trying to you know sync up with halftime or whatever it is. This stuff always fails, and it's always just the same wash, rinse, repeat, and every single year.
2: This person here says, "I saw an interview on Kayla's Instagram from a few weeks ago where she was interviewing Mickey, and Mickey talked about how she would be looking forward to facing Oscar at some point." And now Asuka was the first person she faced when she came back to the WWE. It's a shame WWE can't tell these stories on TV instead of just on social media. Well, WWE could do a lot of things if there was coherent long-term storytelling. if If they mapped out a month in advance and stuck to it. But they don't. I mean, last week, if I recall correctly, I mean, the show wasn't even done again until like a half hour into the live airing. So, how in the world can you have coherent storylines when that happens? I'll answer the question for you because this used to happen in WCW. You can't. Well, Back exactly. in a moment. Hold that thought, Mike. I'm holding it. You hear that music? I can't. Observer Live. <laughs> Visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting
2: Network. Again, the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Sports Byline Broadcasting, twitch.tv/slash F4W video. The mightier 1090 AM, all over the world, crushing everybody here on Twitch, doubling Miro.
6: Don't forget about American Forces Radio Network.
2: Well, of course. I mean, if I you want me to go through every affiliate, we'll be here for hours. Now, this mighty show here, mm-hmm. got a lot coming up. Yes, sir. Now, I presume on Wednesday, I don't know yet because I haven't watched the New Japan show. I'll watch that this afternoon. But I presume we'll have a New Japan guest on Wednesday. And on Friday, we're going to have a Ring of Honor guest on the show. Jay Lethal will be joining us, who was in the first match of the new Pure Title Tournament, which aired in a lot of places over the weekend. And amazingly, I guess it aired on my local affiliate before I even watched the first show on a link that I had been sent by Ring of Honor, so... Most of you probably have already seen the, the first episode already. The if insider. you if you have, what did you think of it? I want to hear your thoughts. I I really liked it, and I explained that yesterday. And then I had some people, some uh, Twitch. I gotta think of a word for the Twitch homies that upset me. The Twitch jabronies. Twitches. Twitch jabronies. It took me two seconds, Mike. Some of these I Twitch jabronies were like, "How much did Ring of Honor pay you for that plug?" Do you realize that the wrestling business is such today that if i like something the presumption is i must be being paid god forbid i put over the aew show i must be a paid show. god forbid cruise, i say that i like new japan they must be paying me. god forbid i like the new ring of honor tv show clearly i'm being paid because i'm biased against wwe programming which sucks Seventy-five percent of the time, although, as I've noted, SmackDown has been massively improved over the last two weeks, and we'll see how Raw does here tonight. Is there any? Other, I'm sure there is. It's a stupid question, but what? how many other how many other genres have fandom where, like, if you're a, if you're somebody who reports on the fandom or does a show about the fandom, if you actually like something, they accuse you of being paid. I mean, is this like all different things, anime and video games? This can't possibly just be pro wrestling.
6: I think it is. And I think it this if it wasn't before, I think with the internet and blogs and Reddit and everything else, it probably is. <laughs> you know, it certainly is. I don't know much about comic books and, and and uh superhero movies and things like that, but it certainly seems like, you know, when you see people retweeting things on Twitter and people bantering about that that is just as toxic or annoying or as frustrating as as wrestling, I think the, when you get into the minutia and when you get into what we do on a daily basis, I think because of I think it's just the the nature of the beast. It what it's what comes with it. I think NFL fans are the same way. Again, the the hardest of the hardcore is the most fanatical fans. I think that's just something that uh, you got to deal with.
2: Forsythier says it's clear based on your clothing that you are not being paid. How dare you! This is a mm. perfectly, this is a brand spanking new Under Armour T-shirt. What's wrong with this? What do you want me to wear a suit on this show every day?
6: An Under Armour T-shirt. I tried that, I that for you? a while.
2: When this first started, when this first started, I wore nice shirts. I wore button-up shirts. And I was like,
6: what am I doing this for? What a waste of my time. This is going to shock people. I just kind of see what's there, and I throw something on.
2: Yeah, can you tell the guys outside to stop mowing the lawn while we do this show, Mike? I mean— Jay, Mark, settle down! Do you do you honestly, like, hey, you know what? Let's do landscaping at noon every
6: day. Pacific. Look, man, That's a great time to do it. You've talked to the Briscoes before. You Can you tell them anything at all? No, they're just going to show up when they show up. This person says ESPN used In Your
2: Face in its marketing in 1992— Another example of Vince and Bruce and Kevin and company being stuck almost 30 years in the past. This person here says on his Saturday night special YouTube show, Jericho referred to himself as the million viewer man. Will <laughs> <Lady> AEW <laughs> be able to keep that number head to head with NXT this week? I doubt it, but who knows? He needs to make himself the million dollar viewer or the million viewer belt. It'd be like a belt and it's shaped like a TV or something
6: like that. Then that would be the T V championship. No, it it'd be the million that. viewer belt, Mike. Why doesn't you just get Mookie to like give him some sort of like a Drew Gulak level, you know, spreadsheet or something, a chart or something that he could wear? Why don't you make a belt out of that then, or something like that? Just like, you know, the opposite of like WWE stock going this way, Jericho's demos going this way. You could do something like that. How about that?
2: Okay, so so Preet here in Vancouver. Ooh. Preet. He says I've got a big prediction for you. Mm. He he says that tonight's Raw will draw less than 1.45 million. And Dynamite will beat Hours 2 and 3 in Persons 18 to 34. Well, I think you're going to be wrong on both counts. I think if you're right on either of those counts, there's always a chance... The dynamite beats an hour of raw in persons eighteen to thirty-four because it has happened before. But one point four five million—that's heavy. Let me do some math here. That's heavy. Always what was fun. their
6: low? Their low was one. Was that their low was one point four
2: five? Let's see here.
6: I would say. do doing math? I math? would be very surprised
2: if raw stuff. dropped below one point five six million. You did a
6: calculation to get that?
2: I did a calculation. Oh, yeah? Well, how'd you come up with this? 1.56 million, 1.6 million. Because I think at most, at most, they will lose 20%. At most, they will lose 20%. I don't think they're getting down to 1.45 million. Not in one night.
6: the the all-time low? It was, was it
2: was 1.6-something 1. 1. 1. million.
6: 1.56 million? Does no,
2: that sound it, was, about right? it was around the 1.6. Somebody, somebody find out. We'll get it texted here in like two seconds. But
6: hmm.
2: This person here says, I don't think the NFL will have as big of an impact on tonight's raw ratings as you guys may think. NFL ratings down 20% from last year. All sports are down during the COVID era. Yeah, but we're talking. <laughs> okay. All right. Let, let me do some more. Love it. All right. So 12 million viewers. Okay, minus 20%. I mean, we're still talking 9.6 million viewers. Like, that's five, seven times what the NBA does. And the NBA takes a bite out of wrestling.
6: I think it was 11.4 million viewers. That's off the top of my head. Uh, I think that's what it was last year because that was last week when the NFL would have started. And so when they were comparing numbers last week's show, it's like, well, remember, you know, that when you look back at last year, it was week one of the NFL. So we'll see. Even okay, the so let's put it down, this way. Let's
2: look at this then, okay? So normally when Raw is being shafted by uh, below-deck Mediterranean And what's the other one? Uh, 90 Day Fiance. I mean, we're talking shows that are doing a few million viewers, okay? If the NFL is down 20% from last year, 9.1 million viewers. Like five times what those shows that are normally beating Raw are doing.
6: Well, and the thing is, even if those shows are down, look how much further down Raw is. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think that's trying to 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 trying to throw up a salvo before these numbers come out it's like well you know it, no I, I, it looked it may not it's not gonna cripple we're not saying it's gonna the number the nfl number is gonna cripple raw or anything like that but it's gonna take its usual chunk and it's just something else at a time where thing is things aren't humming for them and the thunderdome isn't new anymore and i mean what is going on on raw right now that is striking the fancy of the average fan it doesn't look like there's too much so I mean, if this I mean I could see it being a one point four million. It's gonna hurt like hell, and I don't know what they're you know, if you're gonna try to if they're hot shotting now, I don't know what you do in that case, but we'll see.
2: All right, so if if the NFL I'm sure everyone's fascinated by this discussion here. If the NFL was down eighty percent, eighty percent That's two point four million viewers, which by the way is still more than raw. And I'm gonna find the uh, I'll find the chart here later, but we'll see how that compares to Below Deck Mediterranean and these other shows that that Raw is losing to every week. But it ain't gonna be down eighty percent, so Raw is still going to take a beating tonight. One Were the, the
6: Housewives on Monday night? Because I think they're all wrapped no, up. It's no, just uh, hmm. Below Deck Mediterranean. Okay, Have here we, we found go. Found out what that show is. It sounds exciting, but I haven't ever watched
2: it. Alright, so the raw numbers from last week. Let's see what their, their big competition did that they lost to. So uh they were NBA playoffs, blah, blah, blah. Okay, below deck Mediterranean does 1.7 million. They were killed by the uh by all of this. Okay, let's just do this. The NBA playoffs, okay? The NBA playoffs did 3.4 million, 2.7 million. And the inside the NBA playoffs did 1.482 million. So if the NFL is down 20%, it's still doing almost three times what the NBA playoffs did that slaughtered Raw last week. So they're in trouble.
6: Is there any hockey on tonight too? I mean, I know there's local baseball. I don't think that affects anything, but uh, we do. It's Dallas and Vancouver on NBC Sportsnet. So again, that doesn't have a you know a, a lot of effect, but with a cumulative effect of all of these other things that are going to be on and grasping for attention, it's just it's not good for Raw. It's not good for anybody. It's not even good for hockey. But you know, it's definitely not good for Raw.
2: This person says, if you decide to wear a suit and a tie for Observer Live, you're guaranteed a 20% bump in Twitch viewership. Actually, historically, historically, it's the other way around. The less I wear, the bigger bump we're going to get. Give me that face, Mike. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
5: Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $28.95 and get a $10 O'Reilly gift card after mail-in rebate. You can even order at O'ReillyAuto.com and we'll deliver it curbside. Protect your engine from sludge and wear at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh,
1: oh, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts.
2: Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. 9, 10. Honey, you have really been making the most of being at home. I haven't seen you work out this hard in years. I feel great. And honestly, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics. That's the testosterone booster that has the TV ads with Frank the Big Hurt Thomas, right? Yeah, this is an amazing product. The patented ingredient is testophen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Nugenics its a great way to boost lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance.
4: Well, you are looking good and have been quite the tiger lately, too. <laughs> Nugenics is definitely working for you and
2: for me. Yeah, and all I had to do was send them a text to get my complimentary bottle. Text POWER to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Nugenics samples are not available in stores, so text POWER to 42424 right now. Text POWER to 42424. That's POWER to 42424. 2-4 Whether class is in school, at home, or a little bit of both, school goes on.
4: And Staples has everything you need to start the year right.
3: From lap desks to notebooks, noise-canceling headphones to UV
2: sanitizers.
4: And all at amazing prices. This week, pocket folders, comp books, and 4-ounce Elmer's glue are just 25 cents each.
2: Shop in-store or pick up
4: curbside. School on, save on. At Staples. Ends 919. In-store only. Limit 6. While supplies last. Curbside available in most stores.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: We're okay, here the show Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We're going to open up the phone lines here in a moment. So if you'd like to give us a call, now is your opportunity to do so. 844 913 2727. That is toll free 844-913-2727. Text messages 425-780-7566. Person here notes that uh, Brandon Thurston did a analysis of Raw Dynamite ratings with Monday Night Football returning. It's on his timeline. But what I noticed as I went up there, I don't have time to look at all of it, but he is thinking that Raw is going to lose 20 to 25 percent of the audience, which actually is exactly what I suggested earlier. And that they would get half of it back when the NFL season ends. And, dude, I hope they get half of it back. Because in the old days, they would lose audience during football. And when football ended and it was Royal Rumble season, everybody would come back. That has not happened in recent years. They lose people, and they don't come back. So, if I'm them, I'm praying... That whatever they lose to the NFL actually comes back after the season is over. Now, the difference is, you know, back in the day, we had hardcore fans and casual fans that were watching Raw. And, you know, there's a big drop and blah, blah, blah. Now we only have hardcore fans. So if you're losing hardcore fans, I mean, back in the day, the hardcore and the casual fans came back to Raw. The last couple of years, we're down to pretty much just the hardcores. They're not coming back to Raw. So,
6: WWE, I'd be praying right now. Prepare for a cinematic Royal Rumble with all your favorite superstars of the past involved. (laughs) Things get down to that level where they're losing another 12.5% of their audience that doesn't come back at the end of December and into January. I just... It's amazing that it's gotten to where it's gotten now, and I do wonder, you know, what kind of panic situation that they will happen, what what sets in, what roads they decide to take. You know, again, I brought up the name of Goldberg last week. Uh, you know, could could we see Goldberg and Reigns? Could we see, you know, more than I think about it, if they start losing like that and not gaining it back? I mean, really, what does... Royal Rumble look like and what does WrestleMania look like because the way it seems we're not going to have a a normal WrestleMania, you know, that we're we're going to have another year of what we had this past year and you know, do they feel the need the pressure to turn up that sort of thing to to continue to go hashing back in the past and try to figure out a way where you can get those people hologram form wrestling. I mean, I have I have no idea what you can do, but Uh, You know, the Undertaker and AJ Styles again, do you rehash that one? I just I I can only imagine the lengths that they would go to and what they're going to do if they lose. And I mean, you keep cannot keep atrophying at this pace. And if what he says comes to pass, I mean, it's just it's amazing. It's amazing where we're at right now talking about one point four million for tonight or, you know, will it or won't it? You know, it's just it's amazing. Last year you're doing two. And now, you know, that's cut in half.
2: This person here says, Below exactly Deck Mediterranean. Half, you... Close, Mike. You make fun of my math. Well, Below Deck yeah. Mediterranean is a reality show following young, hot people as they work on a luxury
6: yacht. Yeah. Killing yeah. Raw. It's... <laughs> it's... Well, there's there's young, hot people on it. Who are the young, hot people on Raw? Dude, Dominic Mysterio. All right, let's okay, go to the phones. Him? You're on the air. Garza, who else you got?
2: Go ahead, Tony. Mm.
6: Bro- Brian, Mike, Twitch homies. Yo, Brian, hope you're staying safe and healthy over there in Seattle. Are you in a speakerphone, dude? What about me on on the the East Coast? It's hard times here, too, brother.
2: That's horrible. I'm more worried about your audio quality than the smoke around here right now.
6: I got to get it
5: fixed. But anyway, listen, Brian, I'm looking out for you, man. I want you to win that fantasy belt. Texted you some advice. I'm better than that hack fraud, Semper Vivi. Because if he knew anything about football, his team would not have blown a 25-point lead in the Super Bowl. But I digress.
6: Boy, you got takes from a couple years ago. And if you had no knew anything about anything, you'd know the, the ass I was kicking already through week one of this fantasy football they league. Listen, but nobody listens to a forget. wrestling show about fantasy yeah, football. First- so get to your stupid point.
5: I will get to my stupid point. But never forget that the Atlanta Falcons were once Geek of the Week. Anyway, I'll make my point as quick as possible here. Is Roman Reigns' new gimmick that he's lazy? Because it reminds yes. me a lot of the story. Joe in TNA, if you remember that, where he was holding out and he refused to do matches with Kevin Nash. It reminds me exactly of that storyline. I know my phone's on bad quality, so I'll hang up and listen. You guys have All a right. great day.
2: Bro-y, listen. I've explained this 50 times. Come on, bro-y. Yes. Okay. So, WWE has a problem in that they can't get anything over. They can't get anybody over. So, if they ever stumble upon something that kind of works, that's like the only thing that they know how to do. Beat it to death. They stumbled upon Daniel Bryan getting over when they tried to bury him. So now they've got to beat every babyface into the ground, hoping that one of them is gonna get the fans and you you wanna know why Daniel Bryan worked? Because the fans the thought trouble. the fans thought he deserved it. And so they willed him into getting what they felt he deserved, okay? You
6: mean there was genuine emotion involved in that? So so from
2: that day forward, it's all been about, you deserve it. That's the only storyline they know anymore. And so, yes, they want to get Roman Reigns over as a heel. So they're doing the exact same thing that they did with Brock Lesnar, which was, in fact, about, you deserve it. They pushed Brock in such a way that fans felt he didn't deserve it. They told you that he didn't care about wrestling. They told you that he didn't want to do the shows. They told you that he didn't want to do... All of this was BS. Dude, Brock made so much money, he'd have done anything they asked him to do. He would have put on a mariachi outfit and danced. And you know how I know that? Because I saw him do it, okay? (laughs) He'd do whatever they asked for the money they were paying him. But you know what they asked him to do for all that money they were paying him? They asked him to not show up for events, and to stay home, and to not show up on Raw, and they crafted this storyline that he didn't want to be there, and he didn't deserve it, and the fans fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Now they're doing the same thing with Roman. Roman, he shows up at the very end of matches, he hits one move, and he wins. He doesn't deserve to be the champion. The other wrestlers do all the work. And he gets the glory. It's the same story. It's the only one they know,
6: but it's their their issue is always with their manufacturing department, you know because you get something organic and then it gets you know bastardized because they try to repeat it over and over again, and they homogenize it and this, that, and the third. It just you gets that w w e treatment and it dies at least the Brock Lesnar one, and you may argue this, but it's the fact is when you and Dave would always talk about Brock. From this aspect, if WWE offered X and UFC offered Y, and Y was way up here, no, Brock doesn't care about wrestling because Brock cares about getting paid. This is a business. Yes, it's business. Decisions. That doesn't mean he doesn't so, like wrestling. Hold on. But so it was at least rooted in some sort of reality in that, you know, they basically took a little, you know, a kernel and a shred and then, of course, obviously ripped it wide open where, you know, Brock doesn't even want to show up. Paul, why are you asking me about the show? You think I even watched this show? I mean, all of the stuff that they did with Brock and with Paul, they're trying in a way to do with with Roman and with Paul and. I think to some people, there's going to be some people that think that this is just a really cheap imitation and it's just a, you know, okay, this is just the the Rock meets Brock or something like that. Whatever, you know, people want to throw at this thing. But whatever, regardless of any of that, at least with, with Paul Heyman and with Roman Reigns together, even if the story kind of sucks, it's a fresh look and they are at least superstars. And we haven't seen Roman for a while. We hadn't seen Paul for a while. So, At the very least, the newness of this—you know—depending on what stories they decide to tell, at least the new nature of this is what's going to save it. But this is just again, this is a again, it's a replay of a replay of a replay, and I know that's all in some ways pro wrestling is. You know, it's like bitching about moves being reinvented or something like that. I mean, everybody copies from everybody, but it's the spin that you put on it and the the positions that you put your people in. And WWE's done a horrible job of that. Okay, listen, some fans
2: are dumb, okay? Some fans are easily offended. Listen, every single fan that gets offended by Brock Lesnar, let's say that you're good at two things. Let's say that you're a good mechanic, and let's say that you're a good kindergarten teacher. You have those two skills, okay? And so you're teaching kindergarten, and you're making $30,000 a year, and all of a sudden... The mechanic, the local Jiffy Lube or whatever, they call and they say, listen, come over here. We need some help. We'll pay you 80000 a year. Okay? Every single fan, if given that opportunity, they would go and they would work at Jiffy Lube for $80,000 a year. Because they're good at both and they like both. Okay? Only in wrestling would friends of this person then presume, oh, he doesn't like kindergarten teaching. He doesn't like kids. How dare he go take that other job? Dude. Brock obviously is going to take whoever gives him the most money. If, if he decides to go to UFC because they're going to pay him $10 million to, to fight on pay-per-view, that doesn't mean he doesn't like wrestling, which is going to pay him $5 million flat fee to show up 24 weeks out of the year. Hello? Why do you guys have to be offended about this? Why do you guys have to say that he's sold out? Every one of you would do the exact same thing unless you're an idiot. Jiffy Lube. Yeah, there's one right by my house! Jiffy Lube. We got someone from Honolulu on the line. What's going on? Oh, uh, hello. Yeah, you're in the air. What's up?
5: Uh, WWE can't freaking it's all their episodes are replays. All their episodes are like the same. It's all predictable. It's all the same. You don't know anything.
4: Uh,
2: it is all the same. I don't trust that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He sounded like one of those guys I was yelling at a second ago.
6: You think he was really, was he really from Hawaii, or is that what the... Uh, That's what the caller ID said. They may, have a give, may be gimmicking your caller ID. Be careful of that now.
2: I don't want to say anything, but there was, a, there was a female name there, so I think he was calling from his mom's phone.
6: Damn, from the basement, too? All
2: right. Dagan, the- you're on the air. I know you're not a gimmick. What's going on?
4: <laughs> no, I'm not a gimmick. Uh, hey, Brian and Mike. Shout you're a gimmick,
2: but you're not that kind of gimmick. <laughs> Go ahead.
4: Exactly. <laughs> um, I wanted to see if you guys watched this uh, Warrior Wrestling show this past weekend. Uh, I thought it was a really good show. Uh, Warhorse versus Joey Janelle, a great match. Your buddy there, uh, Filthy Tom Waller, uh, excellent match. Uh, but another thing that happened was uh, Kylie Ray beating Tessa Blanchard, returning Tessa Blanchard for the Warrior Women's Championship. And I wanted to see if maybe you had any updates if she's potentially going to be signing with WWE or uh, AEW, all controversies aside.
2: Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I've heard zilch. Zilch! Of course, that doesn't mean that there's nothing to it, because, I mean, I heard zilch about Rusev going anywhere, and all of a sudden he shows up on AEW, so I I couldn't tell you anything about about Tessa Blanchard. I'll ask Tom later today about this. I'm sure he'll tell me all about Warrior Wrestling. I'll find out if he actually had a good match or not.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah. You jumping on him about his matches? You got a problem with the Midwest Indies?
2: No, I just want to know if he had a good match or not. He's usually honest with me. Actually, he's usually dishonest. He usually says every match he has sucks, even the ones that are actually good. So, but I'll ask him anyway. Very hard on himself. This person says, Roman has the Orange Cassidy character, except Vince and WWE view it as a heel gimmick. I don't know if I would quite say that. Not sure that Roman Reigns is is Orange Cassidy. Oh god. This person says, Remember when they brought up Bailey watching WWE during her childhood, and Alexa used it to show what a loser Bailey was. Yeah, they've had some weird storylines, everybody. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
4: Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equals healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov/sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
4: Come on, come on.
2: All right. According to the Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash F4W video, somebody claimed to be the Honolulu caller. He says he forgot his question and lost his train of thought in the middle of the call. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, if that's the case, I'll give you another chance. There's something about your call I didn't trust you. I thought you were
6: about to do something crazy on the air. More Captain Lou than Honolulu.
2: Yes, so. But I listen, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I mean, Mike's been here for years. So we'll
6: try it again next time, okay? He, he writes me off on his taxes. Feel free to call. All right. It's amazing. I filled out my application in crayon. I'm still here.
2: Hey, this person says, Dude, what do you mean they wouldn't? you wouldn't go that far? They both even do the Superman punch. Well, that's true. But I think that the reason that Orange Cassidy does the Superman Punch is because he can call it the Orange Punch. It should be called the Orange Crush, right? Well,
6: Wasn't yeah, that the they, name of that drink? Yes, you got some licensing issues there. So I guess that's probably true. Well, yeah, well you want him to bust through the wall. Well, like, they don't have a licensing like issue with
2: Man. Superman Punch.
6: Well, I mean, they're I,
2: a little bit of a different ball game there. But they must spell it Super Space Man. Remember when they had the He's Olympic one? He's a Superman. He's not Superman. He's a super superman, man, comma man. It's a Superman punch. So it's actually super and then man punch is all in one word. Not Superman punch. This so is this is literally Kip Sabian levels of comedy. It's not comedy, I'm telling you what they would have to do to avoid any licensing issues. Well, unfortunately we're right out of the time. Damn I can't name like they do with everything else. I can't <laughs> tell you maybe it's Superman with two ends. <laughs> We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening to the show here today. Hey, we're here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific three Eastern, Sundays, New Pacific, 6 Eastern. Thanks, everybody, for watching along. Twitch.tv slash F4W video. Sports byline, the mightier 1090 AM. We'll talk to you all next time, Wrestling Observer Live.